The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Intuitive Connections, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of Intuitive Connection. Today we have a reading again and I'm really excited. I am I'm doing a reading on a fellow podcaster. That's all I'm going to say. Her name is Lori and yeah, as soon as, as we made the connection, I was like, I really want to do this. <laughs> really, there's some information that wants to come through for you. And she agreed. So here we are. And Lori, welcome. Uh, thank you so much for having me on your show today and to do the reading for me. I'm looking forward to it. I knew that there's something that wants to come up. It's like bubbling to the surface. I could just feel it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited and no fear. It's, it's all good. Thank um, you. You know that, but sometimes excitement and fear, they feel so very close, right? It's, right. it's a yeah. very similar vibe. Mm-hmm. All right, Lori, you told me a little bit before we started taping what you wanted to focus on, but let's do it again for the listeners. What are we focusing on today? Okay, so I'm in a transition period and I could feel that there's certain relationships that are kind of uh, moving away. And so I'm not getting to shine my voice as much. I feel like I'm kind of alone in the dark sometimes. And I feel like one of my biggest things that I love to do, I'm most passionate about is using my voice and sharing wisdom with it. And I feel like it's kind of like I'm in a dark room right now. And (laughs) right. I love that question. So I'm going to tune into you. I'm going to tune into your energy and we'll see what the guides have to say. My brain already has some ideas, but always best we tune into those higher channels. All right. What's happening now in particular, you like many human beings on earth are in a time of great change, a time of great growth, and you feel it and you know it. And it really started for you, interestingly enough, about 20 years ago. So I don't know what you were doing about 20 years ago, but that's when something inside you shifted. You were kind of one way in your life and it feels like there was a wake up call about 20 years ago. So quite a long time. And, you know, sometimes we don't really see the threads because we're engulfed in life, right? I don't know if that's the right word, but we're, we're so in our lives that we're looking just, you know, close up to the tip of our nose, but that's when the change started. And it feels like now, finally, it's like you've been crawling very slowly up a mountain for the last 20 years. And now you're like, you know, about 20, 30 feet from the peak, you know, and all of a sudden, the air's changed, everything's changed, the views changed, and you can see the top. Yes. And, you know, sometimes at that point, we start clinging to the rocks going, holy cannoli, like it's a long way down there. You're not going to tumble down, right? You're going to continue to go up to the top. <laughs> but I think, you know, in a way, just recognizing where you are, seeing the perspective, and, and it feels very sudden. It hasn't been sudden. You've been crawling up the whole time. 
but the awareness of it is quite sudden. So I can feel almost like it takes your breath away. It's like, I'm standing on this rock. I feel like I'm kind of clinging to the cliff and it's just, I see the beautiful twinkling lights of the city, you know, all below and just land going on forever. And yet, you know, and maybe some stars too. And yet, you know, it's scary because I feel like, heck, I'm all alone up here. Yes. Yeah. So I guess that resonates. Yeah. And again, I really feel too, they keep giving you this image of like air and how, when you get to those higher elevations at first, it's a little hard to catch your breath. Yes. It doesn't mean that you can't breathe. Right. But it's just takes some time to get acclimated. And so it's not so much like altitude sickness for you, but just, you know, you're used to breathing different air. And so it's really important to take the time to be where you are, start to enjoy the view, start to acclimate to the height. And, and then you'll know when it's ready to continue your climb. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, yes it does. It definitely feels very intense sometimes. Yeah, no, I see that. And again, they keep showing me this view that you have, this big expansive view. And so, you know, again, don't look at it like it's two things. It's one, you know, I think there's a little bit of like, it's a long way back down. And, you know, I worked so hard to get up here. But it's also a little bit of, there aren't as many people up on this level. And a lot of your family and friends are all the way down that hill. You know, they're in the valley and, you know, it looks like they're having a grand old time and yet you're not there anymore. Yes. Yeah. That (laughs) resonates a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I promise you, as you continue your climb, you will find those kindred souls. You will find the party at the top of the hill and you already are. But it's sometimes hard to let go or to change our relationship with people when we change because the bulk of consciousness on the planet right now is not at the highest level of the highest beings that are here now to raise the level of consciousness on the planet. And I'm going to try to explain that again because I I know you got it, but I'm not sure it was clear for the listeners. The deal is, is we're in a time of great change and many, many people are up-leveling energetically and awakening. And you are among those people that have come here to hold that higher consciousness and that higher vibration. So yay for you, well done. But a lot of people on earth are not at that point. And so it can feel lonely when you, you know, awaken and you blossom in that way and you blossom more and more into your true spiritually aligned self because you know, up here at the top of the hill, you know, it's a little colder, it's a little lonelier, it can feel a little bit isolated, especially at first. Yes, I understand. Yeah. And I'm guessing too, that at times you probably revel in your own vibration. And at other times you think I like it up here, but it's just such a long way down. (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It feels isolating at times. And it just all of a sudden, it reached a peak where it felt like very sudden, like all of a sudden, boom, everyone's gone. (laughs) Yeah. And it wasn't, No, it just happened suddenly. It's been, like I said, they say 20 years of work that you've been doing and shifting that you've been doing, at least on the micro level to get you to this point where, you know, those breaks had to occur. And one of the things about expressing ourselves and speaking our truth, and I've talked about this on the show before, and a lot of people get confused on this one is that we sometimes feel like in order to speak our truth, we have to be heard by everyone. And really when we speak our truth, the only person that needs to hear is ourselves. 
And the good news is, and, and you know, I'm a year into this podcast now, so I will tell you that the good news is, is that when you really let go and speak your truth and align with your highest consciousness and purpose and creative expression and however we want to say it, you will find your audience and you will attract in just the people that are ready to hear what you got to say, right? That's but that isn't going true. to be everyone. And, you know, oftentimes what appeals to the masses is different and it's all good. Not one is not better than the other, by the way. And so sometimes, you know, again, when you climb to the top of that hill, you know, the people that you used to or that you would love to join you and to understand your truth that people might look at you and go, Lori, what are you doing up there? Like, what is your problem? It's like cold up there. Like, come on back down here. <laughs> Right, because they don't understand, but that doesn't mean that you're wrong. It just means that y'all have a different perspective now. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I needed that encouragement to realize that, okay, that there is this the path that we're on. And, and it definitely was 20, around 20 years ago that it really started to ramp up and for me to understand who I am and what I'm meant to do. And there's this lightness to it as well, but there's also this confusion. That's sort of how I would describe it. Yeah. And the people in your world that you're referring to are not going to understand. Unfortunately, they're not going to understand. There are, there are, there's, there's a lot of people. Like I see a lot of different people from different places, but it all rings to me. I know it's disappointing. It rings to me on the same theme of <sighs> people who their truth is more important to them than yours. You know, they're not, you're a good perspective taker. So you're probably somebody who was used to getting into other people's perspective and seeing everything from their eyes at the expense of your own. Yes. Okay. And because of that, you probably attracted folks that aren't really good at leaving their perspective and, and viewing anybody else's because, you know, they don't believe that that serves them right now. Does that make yeah. sense? Yes. I've had messages like that in the past and, and yeah. I did my best to steer myself away and not fully successfully. <laughs> yeah. It's not one person. It's not two people. It's not yeah. three people. It's a legion. <laughs> and it's a pattern that probably started early in childhood. And my guess without over, you know, going too deep in a public format, it probably started with caregivers. And I also see a grand caregiver that might've been sort of the the queen of the family, so to speak, that, that, that really set this energy for everybody. Yeah, um, that makes someone, a lot yes, of sense. <laughs> yeah, someone who's just very inflexible, ruled with an iron fist, and it was my way or the highway. And that yes. sort of set up that sort of family situation for you. And then, you know, those early conditioning often becomes our blueprint for the rest of our lives until we wake up and go, oh, wait, this has been interesting, but it's not serving me. What else can I try? And you did, and you have. I also get that with those particular relationships, the more you let go of needing them to understand you, validate you, think that what you're doing is a great idea, the less it will matter what they think and actually the less it'll be an issue in the relationship. And then you'll be able to have limited contact in the ways in which you wanna connect without making these differences in opinion a sticking point. Does that Very make good. sense? It's, it completely does. There's that whole thing about sticking. and <laughs> I've been trying to like, you know, cut cords and do all this energetic stuff and do everything possible to not let that stick, the stickiness of situations where, you know, there was very strong bonds between me and then suddenly just like completely 
it cut apart. So I understand that that there's another side of this. It's me surrendering and realizing that it doesn't mean I'm not going to be have any other people come into my life. Oh, no, you're going to have wonderful people come into your life. You already are having wonderful people come into your life, <laughs> I am. like en masse. So I'm not worried about that at all. But there are, often is when you leave primary relationships, it creates a hole. It's a loss, right? Yes. When people leave their bodies, it's a loss. Now, those of us that have this broader perspective, right? I've had people recently pass, quite a few in my life, who are immediately available to chat with me from the other side. I know they're still there. Do I mourn their loss? Yes, because I'm a human being and that's how human beings are, right? And so recognize that. And we all have an inner child, right? And that inner child doesn't feel safe and comfortable when people, especially important people, leave them. So your inner child is doing some, you know, somersaults right now because she's thinking, oh no, I'm all alone. And mm -hmm. so this is your time. Take her for a walk, sit with her. Show her some great, funny, uplifting movies. I don't see cartoons, but I see things like Mary Poppins, you know, <laughs> like those, yeah, that's cool. those early shows that affirm that there's, you know, our faith in the world and our faith that we'll be cared for and that we'll be loved. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Spend some time. <laughs> very spend heart some time touching for me right now. <laughs> yes. Okay. I see that one in particular. So I don't know if that's one you liked as a child. And Sound of Music. Oh, I, I love the last one that they did. In the oh, theater. they just did a new one? Well, it was a while back. It, it <gasps> would be about two or three years ago. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing Julie Rogers for some reason. I don't know <laughs> why. Um, but she was the original. But good. I'm glad. So watch those kind of things, really. And just be kind to your inner child. You know, sometimes, and this is a very normal thing of new agey, spiritually type people, and there's nothing wrong with it, but... Sometimes what we try to do, just like every other thing in life, is that we have these pains, we have these discomforts, we have these uncomfortable feelings, we have this humanness, and we try to fix it. <laughs> yes. And your humanness is not a problem. Your humanness will always be there. It's part and parcel of who you are when you're hanging out in this human skin. And it's just about being kind to it, you know, accepting it, allowing it to be there. And very most importantly, just not going unconscious right? You shine the light of consciousness on that. You say, of course you'd feel that way, sweetie. Things are a little bit topsy-turvy right now. Let me hold you through that. Let me let you know it'll be okay. Rather than feeling like, oh my God, I'm uncomfortable. I got to cut the cords. I got to do this. I got to do that. <laughs> and there are places for those things. There are. But sometimes we get into this frenetic energy of fixing ourselves rather than just saying, of course you'd feel this way and it's okay. And it will get better and do what you need to do to soothe yourself. That is so that true. Yes. There's this awareness of why am I angry? Why am I upset? And there's this like, you know, judgment sometimes on myself for feeling this way. Yes. You know, I, I know on a higher level that there's no need for me to feel these feelings, but then I still have them. So I have to really honor those, don't I? Yes. I love how you said that. And I would say this, if you have a feeling, honor the feeling, honor the feeling. You got feelings that have wanted to move for gazillions of years. Okay, are you okay? Take a couple seconds. <laughs> it's good. Energy wants to move. Crying is good. It's beautiful. You're doing great. You're killing it. And yeah. anger is one of those feelings too. I see it. It's quite ripe. <laughs> and you're such a <laughs> kind person, you know? And 
oftentimes we grow up around a lot of anger or we see anger or we even just a little bit of an old soul or high vibing soul that, you know, has maybe experienced anger in other bodies or it just doesn't, you know, some people are like, ooh, anger, fun. And some people are like, <laughs> oh, anger, ugh. But it's part of the human experience and it serves yeah. a purpose. Anger lets us know when a boundary has been crossed. Anger lets us know when something's not quite right. And so, and anger when it's suppressed is just energy that wants to be released. It just wants to be heard. It just wants to move. So I'd right. bear witness to your anger. I'd stab stuff that's not human. I always get these weird images for how people can move their anger. And for you, not the season for it, but this is what I see. I see you stabbing a pumpkin, <laughs> like a knife, like a good, like, you know, not a cleaver, but a good solid knife that could do some damn, I don't know what they're called. What's that kind of knife that you could stab somebody with? Not telling you to stab anyone, but I'm looking at <laughs> your kind eyes here. And, but like, it'll I come understand. to me. Yeah. I don't know, but like, and just a butcher stab. knife. Yeah. A butcher like, knife. I don't know. Yeah. It's <laughs> like one of those knife. pointy blades and you, you hold it. Y'all can't see me. You can see me. Whatever. <laughs> Find a knife that's satisfying to you, but a strong enough one that, you know, it won't break <laughs> or hurt you and stab a pumpkin and just get it out. You won't hurt the pumpkin. It's a pumpkin, right? Pumpkins are, are meant to be carved, but I feel like something like that would be very satisfying. And if you don't want to actually stab something, that is fine too. You can just imagine doing it. That's fine as well. But anger is just energy that wants to move. And, you know, sometimes too, we think, well, I'm going to make it the head of the person that I want to stab. You don't need to do that. I don't usually recommend because when we get all mental like that, nine out of 10 times, although there are exceptions, we tend to feed the anger. And you, I think for you, that would be too powerful, too uncomfortable. It's just about letting it work through you and just yeah. knowing that you're okay knowing that you're safe with the anger and that, you know, it doesn't hurt anyone to express it. Right. Right. And, you know, oftentimes when we cannot express our anger, especially to our primary caregivers, because we have, or anyone in our world who is not capable of, you know, hearing us when we're angry, even if we're expressing our anger in an appropriate way, you know, and some people are just too defensive. They, they, they can't go there. It just gets stuck down and yours is in your throat. It's in your heart. It's, it's everywhere. And it just wants to move. And you could also try moving your body, shaking your body. And saying, I am angry because of this. I am angry about that. And, you know, say it to the wind, right? Even, or say yeah. it into a tape recorder if you want something to hear it. You don't have to say it to the people that you're angry at because they probably can't hear it. No. Right? No. And it's not satisfying most of the time. And again, this is specific friends for Lori. And some of you may find that some of this resonates with you, but I get different ideas for different peeps. So, you know, if you're not feeling like stabbing a pumpkin right now, that is totally fine. I'm <laughs> a dish breaker myself. I always keep dishes around to thwack because throwing dishes to me is just, ah. Oh, yeah. You know, that sounds so, good too. Yeah, exactly. Safety glasses. If you're going to break dishes just because, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Be careful, friends. But anyway, again, it's not about having those people here for you. They won't. It's about you hearing yourself and knowing it's safe and letting your inner child express it and then holding your hand and saying, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. It's okay to feel that way. Of course you would feel that way. And now we're going to be ready as you're ready to start to move on to something new. Yeah. That sounds that awesome. Sense? Yes, Yay. it does. Yay. 
So let's talk about next. Let's talk about now. Let's let's talk about when you look around the mountaintop rather than peering over the edge and looking down and seeing all the people down there and, <laughs> and how far you've come. But you turn around and you look at the party that's up here on the clouds. What do you see? What are your hopes and dreams? What start? What what do you think might be starting to uh, develop for you? Well, definitely more creative invent- adventures and and teaching and learning and growing. And so I've written one book. I'm going to, I'm in the start of writing another book. And there's actually two other books. One is based wow. on my, my mom's childhood, which was, had a lot of stuff in there. Going okay. on, but a very inspiring story. And then the other one's more of a, a childhood adventure, more of an inner child journey, which would also be healing for my own inner child. That's beautiful. Now, do you draw or paint at all? Yes, I do. Yeah, because that's a big part of it. I'm seeing illustrating and really, I mean, write it and all that, but the illustrations are beautiful. And one thing I see too, and I don't know if this is something that you do or can do, but I see it animated. So at some point you may want to make, I don't know if it's like a major film, I mean, be cool if it was, but it might be like a YouTube or a video or an animation that people can actually see the animated story as the words are told unfold visually. I don't know if that speaks to you. It's very specific. It does. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. And people really resonate with that. I see something like along the lines of YouTube where people will just watch it and, you know, modern adult storytelling really. Right. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know why we don't do more of that. Do we do more of that? Is that a thing? Even for kids, I would (laughs) see, you know, how beautiful is that? So I hope that that unfolds for you because I think it's going to be really powerful healing for a lot of people. And the guides are telling me to tell you that adults need stories too. Adults need, you know, they need that. So it's a beautiful gift that you're giving your inner child and all the other inner children that are going to resonate with your story. I love that. Thank you so much. It's really, really good. Um, Before we wrap to, they want to know about your living situation. If you don't mind sharing about that, are there questions about your living situation, where you live, how you live? There's, I have a, there's a close member of my family that's, uh, has some mental health concerns. So there is energy that's not so positive. Where you're living. Mm -hmm. It's really important for you. And this might be a conversation to have another time off. I always say camera, but off the audio. (laughs) It's important for you to start to um, work on your boundaries with this person in this situation. You got a lot of karma there. You got a lot of karma with this situation. And it's different for every human being on the planet when they face a situation such as this. But, you know, I would really feel into where my obligations are here, where the boundaries are here. And, you know, am I giving too much? Okay. It's important for you in your living environment and in your life in general, but our home is often, you know, a metaphor for our personal space that you have space in your, that's how it comes through space in your life for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And space that's truly and completely for you and nobody else. And if you can imagine a space in your heart, right? That's where I really see it. That is just your space that nobody else can penetrate. It's not a boundary where you're pushing people out or anything like that. It's a place where you can hold your own truest and highest essence without anybody else getting in there and pushing you around. Does that resonate? Oh, yes, it does. I do tend to be that kind of a person. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Want to step in and help and, you know. Yeah. 
And support. so it's going to be really time for you to learn boundaries with that and learn how to take care of yourself first. Mm-hmm. And I know it's become cliche, but it is such a great image. There's two really great images that are coming through and they're both cliche. One is the oxygen mask on the plane, right? If you are sitting next to a disabled person and you are struggling to put their mask on, you're both going down. Mm-hmm. right? If you need to breathe first so that you have your wits about you and then you can decide what to do for the other person. Okay. Yeah. And the second cliche that comes through is similar. You can't fill from an empty vase, right? Or an empty right. pitcher. Yes. And so, but oftentimes we try and oftentimes, you know, we're like, well, every last drop has to go there. And then they're like, wait, why is it that I have nothing left to give? <laughs> And for you, the things that you want to do, the people that you want to reach, the joy that you want to have in this later part of your life is really about you reevaluating what it means to be of service and about your really living and vibing in your own truth. And your own truth sometimes means I don't want to do that. I don't feel good about doing that. You know, this isn't comfortable for me. This doesn't feel right. And sometimes we honor those things and we still do it, you know? because we make a choice. But for you and for many people out there, and of course, always tell me if if I'm wrong, I feel that a lot of times you don't feel like you have a choice. Your default is just, if someone else asks, I do. Yes. That's where we get into trouble Mm -hmm. because we haven't heard ourselves first or at all. And your perspective matters. In fact, you know, your relationship with yourself is the very most important one because you're the one you're stuck with from birth to death, right? You're the only one. Yes. And you're the one you came here to have that relationship with. And every other relationship you have is an extension of that. Beautiful. Yeah. So I have a feeling we'll talk more about that one another time off camera. And this has been amazing. And it's such a joy to be in your beautiful energy and light. Is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to reflect on or that's coming through for you to ask about or, you know, just your feelings and thoughts about the session? No, it's just beautiful. Thank you. I like how you have this ability to just go straight to the exactly what the issue is, the challenges are and see from multiple perspective so that's great and I just think your energy is beautiful and thank you so much for sharing it with the world and the guys want you to know you're just where you're supposed to be and you kind of know what the next steps are you're right there and we touched on a few of them today and I'm also being guided to guide you towards a couple of other I don't know if you listen to the podcast but there are a couple episodes that I think might be helpful to you if you are interested and, and maybe other people that are listening to this and it's resonating with them and they're like, give me more. One is the truth about speaking your truth. I think that's what it's called. You can find that. That's a pretty early one. And then a really early one is my episode on empaths. I think it's called, Are You an Empath? And it, it talks about empaths and that call to serve and some of the places where we get stuck. And if you're a member of the Facebook group too, I want to let everybody know there's going to be, and I know some of you may be catching this on the replay, but the good news is if you are in the Facebook group and you hear this in a timely manner, you'll get in on this class. But even if you don't, usually I put these things up on my website for a very small fee afterwards. So it's a win-win listeners, but I am about to launch into a free empaths class in the Facebook group, Intuitive Connection Community. So I would love to have your energy there if it speaks to you. And you know what empaths need to learn, and I think you probably identify as an empath, right? A person that feels what other people are feeling like it's their own. 
what empaths often are here to learn are boundaries and boundaries and what it means to be of service to others. Yes, that's for sure. You are right where you're supposed to be. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to thank Lori again for coming on and this was so much fun. And I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in. And remember to, if you like the show, please, please, please scroll down to the bottom of the page on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to, leave us a recommendation and a five-star review. It makes a big difference. And if you have any topics that you'd like to see covered on the show, make sure to shoot me an email at victoriashaw.com or vfshawphd at gmail.com. And we will get that rolling for you. So thank you again, Lori and namaste. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you found joy, strength, inspiration, and clarity from today's episode. If you'd like to learn more and connect with an amazing group of like-minded souls, please join us over on Facebook in the Intuitive Connection Community Facebook group, where we explore these topics in deeper detail, have additional live teachings, and host Facebook Lives with our amazing guests. I hope to see you there. And of course, if you want to learn more about me or the work that I do, please check out my webpage, victoriashawintuitive.com. Thank you so much again and namaste. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on The Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.